Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You ever had someone throw their legs over your shoulders? Why would their legs go over my shoulders? <laughs> where, what, where is the positioning you ever, on this? You ever get your, your, your head Wait. spanked into a pussy? My head's... Spanked into a pussy by the thighs? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You don't know shit about a lot of this stuff. I'm trying to get the imaging right on this. Why, it gets violent, my lap dances. It sounds okay. like a wrestling match. Yeah. Isn't that what sex is? <laughs> Hi everyone, it's me Dom. Welcome to Dom Meets World. I'm back from Canada and I feel I feel brand new. I feel reset. I feel like I'm Dom 2.0 now. And who better to deal with Dom 2.0 <laughs> than our guest today, Kelsey Darrow. Dom <laughs> 2.0. Now, be be before we get into stuff, I'm going to just list off your list of, oh God. of accomplishments. Okay. Everything that you do. Okay, hit me. Comedian. That's me. Author. Yes, I did. Podcast host. Sure thing. And self-proclaimed sex expert. <laughs> oh, you could call my exes. Is, is it self-proclaimed? This is what I have written down. It's, Who wrote do you, that? Do you claim this? Do you? Listen, I f <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Good stuff. Good, thanks. Like, okay. Yeah. So, like, how? Okay. So, how? Um, no. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure what you were asking there. Um, yeah, so we're going to get into mental health, <laughs> sobriety, anxiety, and uh, so much more. Oh, my God. Sex and stuff. Sex and stuff. <laughs> so how's everything? How are you doing? Dom, what the f***? I've been following you <laughs> since your very first days of TikTok when you were like, Doing nail polish and lipstick. Oh, those the for, the forbidden days. No, those, those were the the days. And I remember following you, being like, "This guy, if he didn't live in Canada, this man would be a star." But no one, you know, out of Canada, you don't get much work. Wait, 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 all the the they all live in Los Angeles. But my point is, is look, at, I'm not here to argue about Canadian celebrities. I'm here to tell you, look at you now. Look at you now, motherfucker. You have your own podcast studio. Oh, You're on true. multiple TV shows. You've maintained your authenticity. You're a good dude. And like, you're taking it all in stride. These, these are all things you're saying. I never said I'm a good person. No, just I didn't. In, just, I never said I'm not a, I'm a bad man. No, no, no. Don't <laughs> even pretend. I'm a you're doing it. I'm a dog. This is huge. I f around and oh, I yeah. do bad sure. things. Oh yeah, sure. He's real hot, real. I rob old people. I thought you said you robbed. That's rob. like my vice. I just steal groceries from the elderly. Oh well. It's not good groceries. No. <laughs> Prunes <laughs> but and. It's, but it's fun. Metamucil. Yeah. <laughs> what you is must Metamucil? be so regulated. Is that an American thing? It makes you shit like crazy. Metamucil. Yeah, it's like a powder you drink every morning. Old people drink it to make their bowel movements regular. You know what I learned was a thing recently? Hmm. Water thickener. Eh? 
Like there's a thing that you could put in water to like make it thick because some people can't drink. Are we water. talking to like make it thick, daddy, or to like make it like thick? No, this is like a medical thing. Oh. <laughs> like Why a, would you want that? I don't because it's like a medical thing. Some people need uh, thick water. Like chew water. Yeah. I don't believe you. I, it's a thing. That's. I didn't weird. think it was a thing. It's actually a thing. Okay. I tried some of it. Wait, and? It was, it, was, it was weird. I didn't like it. Does it taste like water? No. What did it taste like? Thick water. Oh, <laughs> which is different. Classic. It's, it's, it's really different. Why are we doing this to water? Why are we doing this to water? Yeah. It's a medical thing. Some people can't drink. I get they that. They eat. Just, just take it straight to the vein then. You know what I'm saying? IV that Some people that don't thing. like needles. Fair enough. I'm, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor, Dom. Are, Why are you yelling you're at me? A doctor of <laughs> sex, though. What does that mean? Like, what is what? Like, as a sex expert, how do I? Because you're an expert. How do you think I have sex? You have sex the way the universe wants you to. You know what I'm saying? That's a cheap answer. Everyone has their own That's style. A, There's no wrong way to do it. What's my style? Just tell me. What do you think my style of? I can tell you what your style is. What is it? You're a little bit um, demisexual, where you need to have some kind of connection, probably, to get hard and. You're probably. <laughs> this is not where I expected this podcast. It just, just you, took a whole different direction you probably immediately. Probably teeter between wanting to show off and show out with someone because you want to like be like. I'm like a performer. Look at me go, yeah. yeah. And then you, I think what you really want is just like a genuine, almost like um, out of body spiritual orgasm with someone. Like you want to do like breath work and then like each other's like, souls, like tantric. Yes. Like, I don't even want to be inside you. Yeah. I just want to feel you. F*** your mind. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> I don't know if to, to that degree. If like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm pretty, I could be emotional. Yeah. But I'm not like, I don't want to like meditate. No, okay. But have and you like, ever done like tantric sex? Never, no. Well, how do you know you don't like it? That's true. That is that is a big. Uh, it's big right now. Yeah. And you're a pretty emotional, dude. Sensitive. I got sensitive tattooed on me. I'm yeah. like very in touch with my emotions. Here's the thing. How old are you? Thirty. Just turned thirty. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. Your thirties are gonna be the best sex of your life, and you think you've had the best sex sex of your life, and then like, you have best the best sex of your life, and you're like, I can't believe I thought I was having the best sex of my life in my twenties. You know what though? Hmm. Sex is very low on my totem pole. Yeah. In I, terms I of, could, like, what you need? Yeah, I could care less. What do you care about? I just want, like, a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just kind of just, like, want to get to know me, you know? Just, like, yeah. you know, just... In a relation? Like, in a relationship or just, like, in... Like, in general, yeah. overall, but, like, in a friends. relationship, it's, like, you know, just, like, talk to me. How, how do you like to connect <laughs> with people? What's, like, what's your way of connecting? You know what's crazy mm. is it's changed now that like people kind of like know who, know who I am yeah. or think they know who I am. Ooh. Where like sometimes I'll be talking to someone and they'll be like, you're not acting like yourself. I'm like, <gasps> bitch, you don't know me. I, How I would you know me? <laughs> like, How would you, you know? You know me. What do you mean? <laughs> I just met you. That's got to be tough because you also project like you are also so authentic. You're authentically yourself on reality shows, but also you don't control and edit. So like. There's a sense of not being in control of what people see about you. Yeah, it's like people, it's weird too, because it's like you can, I'm very open online. Mm. And I feel like everyone knows. I'm like, a, like I say all the time, I'm 
anxiety. Like I have yeah. social anxiety. I'll say it all the time. And then people are like surprised when it actually when I'm actually <laughs> like like shy and anxious. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, why are you so shy? And it's like I have That's... several viral TikToks <laughs> about about how scared I am in social settings. I don't <laughs> Which is like a huge f***ing deal, though, by the way, that you talk about that online because people don't really like talk that openly about that shit. Are you because you talk about anxiety? Oh, yeah. I kind of started the mental health vertical at BuzzFeed back in the day when I worked there. And then I my first video I ever made about I called it my pill journey, <laughs> which looking back on it's very funny. But I had talked about like over the course of 10 years, all the different medications I had been on. Mm -hmm. and it was like 20 something. And I was like, it was all voiceover and stop motion animation because I wanted to be anonymous. Mm -hmm. But people immediately knew it was me from my voice. And then once I saw the reaction of people talking about how much it helped them or like how they saw themselves in it, I was like, oh, holy shit, we got to we got to be more open about this. And this was probably like eight or nine years ago when it really wasn't online to talk about this stuff. Yeah. So now the fact that like people are so open about it and there's no like shame attached to it, or at least you don't come off like you have shame attached to it. It's such a big f***ing deal. Yeah. Do you ever find that like it's maybe gotten a little too, it's gotten kind of trendy? Oh, yeah. Everyone has ADHD, autism, and anxiety now. Everybody has ADHD. I have ADHD. <laughs> That's why I'm like, do I have ADHD? Because everyone has ADHD. You've never been tested for it? No, I have like comically aggressive ADHD. Like it's like, oh. yeah. You medicated? I, I used to when I was younger. Now yeah. I like, I have Vyvanse, but like. Yeah, same. That's what I take every yeah. day. Yeah, it kind of scares me. Why? It's like it takes away my, my sparkle. Oh, because it makes you a little bit more like um, flow state. Yeah, and then, I, and then I get into something. I remember like. For whatever reason, I took my Vyvanse and then like I had like a thought back to like when I used to like Wiz Khalifa a lot. And then I just went down an entire journey about Wiz Khalifa for like. <laughs> Your executive functioning was like, yeah, it's Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, I just hyper fixated on Wiz Khalifa. Dog, the <laughs> for, like, hyper fixation. entire evening. <laughs> Listen. <Just> like, <laughs> But, you know, that's what makes you great. Yeah. Like when you want to, when you put your mind to something. Did you know he has a, his, he has a son? I did Sebastian. know that. With um, nickname, Amber Rose, yeah, right? Nickname Bash. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking an awesome nickname for a kid. Their kid is very cool too. Yeah. Yeah. I want, I want to name a kid that's like, uh, what's it called when uh, words that make sounds? Onomatopoeia. Onomatonyms? Onomatopoeia. Can we get a, is it can we get a fact check? Yeah. Onomatopoeia? No, but what's it? What, Bash. An automatopoeia is like, er -e, er -e. that's like the sound of something. But there's like another word for a, a word that is a sound. Okay. You I dropped I mean? out of three colleges, my guy. You're, I didn't. I'm, a, I'm an English test. major. I should know this. Holy shit. It is okay. automatopoeia. Bam is automatopoeia. Like bam, bam. Okay. Is that what you're going to name your kid? Bam, bam. I, like I've always wanted to name something like that. Like the Flintstones, like bam, bam. Swoosh. Flip flop splat. Squirt. Uh, uh, oh my God. I squirt. don't like the same word. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, ruined, you ruined my kid's name. Pow, pow. <laughs> brat, brat. <laughs> oh my God. You name your kid Brat, Brat. That's the worst name you could ever <laughs> name your kid. <laughs> this is coming as. <laughs> they need therapy. Yeah. They need therapy.
Now, let's take a moment to hear from our sponsors today at HelloFresh. Guys, fall is upon us and it's time to get cozy and start planning some meals for that special someone. Me personally, I hate stepping foot in the grocery store, so my boo this fall is definitely HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, I'm able to choose from 40 recipes and over 100 add-on items to save time cooking all of my meals. Plus, I can always count on ingredients arriving from the farm to my doorstep fresh in less than seven days. A new season calls for a new routine. And why not add HelloFresh as your main meal planning tool? I love that I'm able to stop my fridge with delicious meals and snacks, and if I'm ever pressed on time, their quick and easy recipe options are ready in less than 15 minutes. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50DomMeesWorld and use code 50DomMeesWorld for 50% off plus 15% off for the next two months. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50DomMeesWorld with code 50DomMeesWorld for 50% off plus 15% off for the next two months. Come experience why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Now on to the show. Okay. I like your cards. Thank you. You're welcome. Where'd you grow up? <laughs> <laughs> Segway king. Okay. Serial killer eyes. Um, I was born in LA, but I was raised on the East Coast. What's the East Coast? I don't like to admit this, but everyone Can online. Can I guess? Yes. East Coast and you're ashamed of it? It's like fucking Ohio. Nope. But good guess. Idaho. South more down. You're, you're asking, you're telling as, me more south. Like I know where these places as are. As down as you can go. As down as I can on go. On the East Coast. Nebraska. Baby, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nebraska is in the middle of the country. I don't. You're actually. I don't know these things. It's Florida. I'm from Florida. Oh, yeah. okay. So, I didn't know Florida was south. It's the most southern state besides. I think no. It might be the most southern state. Oh. So I grew up in. You know, you've heard of Florida man stories. Oh, yeah. Dale, Mr. 305. Exactly. Pitbull. Yeah. Me at the hotel. Keep Mommy. going. What else? I want to eat sushi off your culo. <laughs> Pitbull. Mr. Worldwide, 305. Dale. Oh, that's oh, all, that's what, you think I'm going to stop you? Well, I just like when I picture Florida, mm -hmm. I think of Disney World. Yep. And I think of Miami. Mm -hmm. And when I think of Miami, I think you get off the plane and it's just Bitches Pitbull, and, Bad Bunny. Yeah. Jet skis, Cocaine. DJ Khaled. Yeah. You're not wrong. It was uh, Tampa or Trampa, as we call it, is where I'm from, which is the strip club capital of the world. Um, is so the strip club capital of the world? Yes. More is than that, Vegas, is more that than Miami. earned? Yeah. Like you, you, go, you go to Miami and Vegas hoping that one day you'll get to dance in Tampa. Really? Yeah. Oh. And so. I thought to myself, do you think you could be a stripper? Oh, I know I could be a stripper. I have oh. a stripper pole in my office. I think I could be a stripper. You're tall. You're tall, my guy. But that means I, have a, I don't. That's the. That's the problem. I don't have a good sense of my center of gravity. You know what I mean? We can work on it. I don't know how well, my hips would move what's if I'm elevated off the air. What's your stripper name? You know how to calculate Max, this, right? So yeah, no, because it's like your first, first pet, pet and, and the, the first, first street you, you lived, lived on. on. So I did do this. My first. I hate doing this because I really loved my first dog, Maxie. Right? Yeah. That was her name, Maxie. So I'd be Max. And the first three I done was Strathmore. <laughs> but I would change it to Max Shaftmore. <gasps> oh, dumb. Right? Let's go. Let's leave this podcast room right now and go to like a strip Where? club. <laughs> a strip club. You need to get on a pole with that name. I think I could be one. Max. I thought, have you ever seen like the Australian rifle bird? What? The Australian rifle bird. Do you know what that no. bird is? So it's like this bird, right? And they do his mating dance, and they go like like this. Okay, he's w waving his arms back and forth. This is what they podcasters. do, right? This is, this is how these birds be. <laughs> okay. They start off like this, right? 
So I went down this like I took Vivance and yeah, I went clearly. down this like <laughs> this realm of like Australian birds and I was going like this and shit. And I started going like this and shit, right? I started thinking to myself, I'm like, if I could just like translate these moves lower in my body to my hips, we might be able to make something happen. It's game over for you, right? Rose. So then I looked up, I was like, how to become a stripper? You can just kind of apply online. You have to try out. You can you can be denied a stripper position because you're just a bad dancer. Mm. They can go, no, we'll work on it. I don't know, because how many people how many people are there like trying to be dog ever since strip talk became a thing where strippers like got visibility on how much they make there are so many strippers i wonder how much money you make as like a as a man stripper probably more because it's more niche right i grew up where channing tatum was I'm a male not, stripper I'm like, yeah i'm like really thinking about it. i'm like i might yeah. uh you that's it a year mm -hmm. That's you only make forty five. Okay, but that's your not. side hustle. That's your Thursday, Friday, Saturday night but job. My name would bring in more money. My name would bring in more money. And I you could got do the social presence. Shows. I could. I get ten percent. I'm your agent. Yeah. We discovered. Have you, you ever given a lap dance? F yeah. Are you good at them? I'd like to think. I know how to wind and grind. Up people, on that that, pole. people that are good at lap dances don't say I like. I'm good at winding and grinding. Okay. You think? You ever had someone throw their legs over your shoulders? Why would their legs go over my shoulders? <laughs> where, what, where is the positioning you ever, on this? You ever get your, your, your head wait. spanked into a pussy? My head's... Spanked into a pussy by the thighs? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You don't know shit about a lap wait, dance, wow. I'm trying. I'm trying to get the imaging right on this. Wow. It gets violent, my lap dances. It sounds okay? like a wrestling match. Yeah. Isn't that what sex is? <laughs> Good point. Is sex not just like... Wrestling, WWE? It's just WWE wrestling. <laughs> do you smell <laughs> the pussy? Dude, that's what I do. I'm like Triple H. You know Triple H's entrance? When he just uh -huh. like has the ball of wire, you just like spits down there. Oh, there you go. See? Yeah. We've got your moves down. Yeah, We're building a whole new brand for you right now. Porn star stripping WWE wrestling sex addict. <laughs> <laughs> now you've taken it too far. Yeah. <laughs> now you've taken it too far. Now it's a problem. <laughs> Wait, why is this a question on here? The, <laughs> how did the Hannah Montana lifestyle come about when you moved to Florida? What, what does Hannah Montana have to do with this? I have no idea. Devin, what? Hannah Montana? The living like a double life, like going to church and then also. Yes. Okay. I got it. So in Florida, I grew up pretty religiously. Southern Baptist, like, bop you on the forehead, snakes, like, coming out of your soul. Like, oh, Jesus. Snakes come out of your soul. Yeah, that's what they okay. perform. Right. Uh, I don't believe in God anymore. Uh, but so I would go to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. And then, like, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I was, like, at my friend's house, like, sleepovers, like, kissing girls and, you know. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> so, um there was a point where I had to realize, like, I don't think I'm the child of God that they say I'm supposed to be. But damn, this kissing my friends feels a lot better than Bible quizzing school. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went with I went with the pussy and um, <laughs> gave that whole life up pretty quickly. And I realized, like, it I was different from my friends and that like I was really hypersexual and like always <laughs> down or like horny, you know, and like, I was like, like when all, like all the time, like how old were you at this point? 
like teenager, but I, I think I started masturbating when I was like a child. Like, I don't even think I knew what I was doing. You know what I mean? And by the time I was like 15, I was like, I got to get out of here. Nobody like, nobody is in tune with their sexuality. Nobody's talking about it. It's so shameful. Like, how is, how do people live this way? And that's kind of always been my messaging is like, we forget that sex is supposed to be f***ing fun. It's so silly. It's dumb. You're it putting deep. a part of your body in and around another person's human body. It is really, it is really ridiculous. That's hilarious. It is really ridiculous. It's so silly and it's supposed to feel good. That's wild to me. And I just think the fact that we don't talk about it, that we shame it, it, it exists for a reason. And as long as you don't like weaponize it, like what we should all be talking about sex more. Yeah. So how's your sex life? Silly. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm like, I'm like picturing sex in my head right now, <laughs> right? And I'm like, it is just a lot. It is just a lot of like it's things flopping funny. and clapping around. The noises. Yeah. The sounds. The act of like coming is hysterical. It, it Yeah, it really, I, I kind of hate sex now. <laughs> well, you didn't, it wasn't important to you to begin with, remember? No, yeah, but now it's even more, it's like, oh. It's, it's just kinda, like, but if you can find someone that understands the silliness of it, it can be so fun. Yeah. Oh. You got a bad taste in your mouth? Yeah. Can you like sweating and shit? Sweat's a part of it. Yeah. You just have to know that if you're gonna have sex, you're probably gonna sweat a bit. Yeah. Unless you keep the AC to like 64 like me. And it's like, oh yeah, my sex life is not, is just non-existent. What do you mean it's non-existent? I, I told you, I just don't f Like you f I don't f Why don't you f I don't really have a, I don't really aspire to. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have aspirations. Not of, on your vision board yeah, in the morning? Yeah, I don't have aspirations of That's cool. Yeah. That's super cool. As long as that's what you want. I think so. I don't know what flipped in me. I think just at some point in my life, I was like, eh, mm. could care less. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't need to be that high on the totem pole. I think because I'm in the field that I'm in and like, you know, I, I'm a Gemini rising and moon. So my experience and purpose on earth is to like communicate information for people. Yeah. I think like in a weird way, I've been brought here to like destigmatize a lot of shit and sex has become just one of those. And I happen to really enjoy it and think it's super fun and silly. And like, I love discovering. So it's, it feels important to me right now, but I've gone through periods of time in my life where I've been like, get away from me. Yeah. I just want to be with myself and my own shit and like have a good conversation, find a good connection. Yeah. I think, it, do you notice my body language? I put on my hood. I did. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Okay. We're doing get this. Get in here. Get in here. Give me, get cozy. Like, I don't know what happened. I feel like it could just be depression. Maybe. But I'm not really that depressed now. But like, maybe I am. I don't know. You got a psychiatrist? Uh, yeah. Well, I have a therapist. Yeah. Yeah. Amanda, shout Amanda. Shout yeah, shout Amanda. A good therapist is yeah. hard to find. She's solid. I should at this point I should set up like an air mattress in her office. <laughs> don't don't do that. Yeah. Don't. Just like you should just be by my side at all times. But yeah, I don't know. I just like sex is very low on tumble, which is like when people are like, "Oh, you're mani you're a manipulative gaslighter <gasps> and you're actually a what? boy or whatever." Because it's, it's hard for people to believe that maybe I'm just like a decent human, which I don't know if I am. I could be. I or think I could you. Not no, be. you are. But. <laughs> 
Don't let people gaslight you but into like thinking you're a bad like I, person. I, but like you generally, you don't know. People can perceive your actions as whatever they perceive it to be. It doesn't yeah. really matter because you don't really but see yourself But how do you feel about yourself? Uh, I don't know. Change day, day to day. Day to day it changes. Sometimes I'm like, I look in the mirror, I'm like, don't like what I see. Sometimes I'm like, love what I see. And then That's sometimes human. I don't like what I see. You look at my bank account and I'm like, love what I see. <laughs> it just changes. There's variety. Your you know, worth, keeping it real. Yeah. But sex life, non-existent. Don't care about that. Just want a partner. That's really, I love that you know what you want though and you're fucking owning it. Because my my thought is that when you find someone you with so hard in like a partner level, the sex will come. Yeah, <laughs> like that's fine. No pun intended. That's, no, but that's like, I remember I was in like a four-year relationship, right? Oh. And when we started, before that, admittedly, I was a little bit of a whore, right? Hey. But I was just trying to find Listen. myself. And yeah. I was trying to find validation yeah. in women Pussy. wanting yeah. to see Are you straight, me. straight? I think, I yeah. But it goes back mm -hmm. to your thing, right? Yeah. Of like, I don't, I, I think, I know I'm straight. Okay. Right? But. Other people. Again, I know I like Cinnabon because I tried Cinnabon. But you've never tried but men. Yeah. I've, so we don't know. But I have, I've kissed guys before. Yeah. It did, it did do anything for I didn't feel anything. So I'm like, okay, that's There's fine. There's still time. Yeah, the right yeah, well, like sexuality, I don't think it's like, it's not like nah. streamlined. I think it's like fluid. Nah. Like I've had. Threesomes with men? I've never actually, no. Oh. I've never had a threesome. Never. Really? Oh. Huh. It's too much work. Too much going on. Dude, too many moving parts. I hear you because that's like the the falsehood. Everyone thinks threesomes are fucking awesome. I'm like, everybody's mouth gets dry. Yeah. It's just everyone, dry as fucking sandpaper in there. There's yeah. no way to keep a wet mouth during a threesome. Yeah, I feel like, and like, I'm already kind of like hyper fixated mm. mentality that I'm like, I got to give my attention to one. I can't. No. Yeah. There's, too many. Yeah. I'm cutting gotcha. myself too thin at that point. I get it. Yeah. So I stay away from that. One's enough. One's enough. Or one and then other one. Are you monogamous? Uh, Are you monogamous? Violently so. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm like a, I'm like a, I'm like a rescue golden retriever. Mm. You know, you love the if person you, who you, saves you, you. If you pick me up, I'm 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 staying with you Dog, to the end. You know I rescue dogs. Don't don't put this in front yeah. of me. <laughs> if you pick me up, I will never leave your side. You can't get rid of me. <laughs> you save me. My loyalty yeah. is yours. My allegiance yeah. lies with you. I'm literally Dobby. <laughs> <laughs> until you. <laughs> I throw a sock at yeah, you. Until you give me a sock. <laughs> so I'm you want to get married? Um. I go back and forth on that too. I don't think I want to get like. Yeah, I don't either. I don't believe in the institution. Yeah, it sounds really. My, the whole thing of getting married just sounds yeah. like really weird to me when you kind of say it all out yeah. loud. Kids? I would. I would. I would love to have a kid. Yeah. I, I think I'd be a good. Uh, You'd be a great da dad. A daughter dad. Yeah. I'd be a good, good girl, girl dad, dad. Whatever they say. Yeah. Yeah. I know how to braid hair. I'm good at braiding hair. You want you braid my hair? I can braid your hair. All right, cool. Yeah. We'll I learned how to do a French braid the other day. Oh yeah, I could sell French braid. Anyway. But I'd be a good girl, dad. Yeah. This, so, this has gone so many different routes. I'm enjoying getting Here. to know about it. I feel like this is a side of you to, that like I've never heard about. Yeah. Well, like I know like back to the thing. It's like because of, I don't know if it's because of my energy or because of, like the way like I present myself or whatever like that. It's always been a constant thing of like, is he gay? Is he bisexual? Is he queer? Is he this or that? It's such and, a compliment. Like, <laughs> but I'm always like, it is, a, it's yeah. pretty like, I'm like, well, yeah. yeah and it's so also cool. like, you know. You guys are lucky I'm not bisexual. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> 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 
like, oh, yeah, there's a problem in this bitch. Yes, the, <laughs> the addiction, the addiction personality yeah. jumps out. Yeah, I get it. But it was always a, like a thing growing up. And I remember like being like, well, I don't know. And then like, I remember I had like a lot of gay friends and my, my friend was like, just kiss me. Right. And then kissed him and he was like, yeah, you're not gay. <laughs> <laughs> he told you? <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I, I knew that. He was like, yeah, it's fine. Well, look, so sometimes, you know, like you know, the other thing too is like sexuality is so fluid and can change at any age. I feel like some people get locked into a monogamous heterosexual relationship and they're like, that's it. I've chosen. And it's just not the case. Yeah. Like I've always like I when I was in like I spent some time in Australia and I met this woman. <laughs> okay, and like daddy bragging. <laughs> he travels. I met this woman and she was a lesbian and I was like, I could, I could see me spending my, it doesn't even have to be like sexual. Like I would just spend uh, my life with you. Yeah. You know what I That's mean? Incredible. Just cause like, we just, we were like this, we just got like, I was spending partner, just like a partner. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, just say like there, who knows? There could be some guy out there who could just sweep me off my feet. And you're open to it is the and point. Just sweep me off my feet. Treat me better than anybody's <laughs> ever treated me. Make me your passenger <laughs> princess. Daddy. You know what I mean? Make As me yeah. Safe. <laughs> oh my god, wrap you up in his big burly arms? Absolutely. Dude, both sides I get, like literally. But like that's beautiful yeah. that you're focused on and like curious because you're so fame fame and you're probably getting girls thrown at you left and right, or at least you're around a I'm sure a different caliber of I don't know if girls are throwing themselves at me left and right. All right, just maybe from yeah. the right. I don't. I, nothing's really being thrown at me. Mm. It, things don't get thrown at me like that. Interesting. I don't know why people think this. Well, because you're so sweet, and I think because you're intimidating to walk up to and get hit on and like hit on you. Am I? I think I'd be nervous to hit on you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. <laughs> you're tall. You've got good style. I'd be like. That guy's cool. Really not. Well, really no, I not. know because yeah. I know you now. <laughs> really not. Well, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean like I'm assuming that you get hit on a lot. If you don't, it might be because you're intimidating. No, nah, it's because like I'm a solid six out of seven. Just, Goodbye. I'm not. I'm really not. Goodbye. Um, don't don't do it. Not in my house. I know this is your podcast, but absolutely not. Say something nice about change. yourself. Change. You wrote a book. Say something nice about yourself. <laughs> you wrote a book. You think I'm moving on? You wrote a book. Say something nice about yourself. You please. wrote a book called what was it called? Dom says something cute about himself. What's something you like about yourself? Uh, I hate doing this. You're not my therapist. I'm not, but I'm your friend. That's true. And I want you to reverse whatever you just said. Oh, my therapist makes me do this, and it's so hard. I like. You go first. What do you like about yourself? Um, I like that I am open to pretty much anything most of the time. I rarely say no, and I kind of like that about myself because it makes me get into fun situations. Ah, uh, okay, that's good. What do you like about yourself? I thought about that. I was just gonna. I was just gonna say my dimples. Ah, that. Hey. Yeah. Your dimples are cute as hell. Yeah. Thank you. I like that about you. It's, it's carried. I've, I like to think of my dimples carried me most of the way in my career. You got three. Boink, boink, boink. I know. I don't know how to activate this one. I'm still learning how to activate it. Uh, mm, we'll work on it. Oh, wow. You had a little bit. Yeah. It got there for a second. You don't really need to activate it. It kind of stands on its own. Yeah. But I think my like my dimples kind of carry the way. They, they they're got, like they um, sprinkles on the ice cream cake. Yeah. Yeah.
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now back to you. Enough about my dimples. Okay, fine. Your book. Never enough. <laughs> your book. Yes. Don't f***ing panic. The shit they don't tell you in therapy about anxiety, panic disorder, and depression. That's me. I have all those things. So you're like a best-selling author. Oh my God. My book on Amazon premiered behind Oprah's. And I shit my pants. I pooped my pants. I was so excited. I could not believe it. First of all, did you hear when I say I dropped out of three colleges? I can't spell for shit. I yeah. Can't. It so wasn't good. <laughs> when you write a book, right? It's a, so it's a workbook. It's like sort of a, a, a journal exercises, proven scientific methods to work through and manage and learn how to live with anxiety, panic attacks, and depression. And so it, it uses my experience and anecdotes. And I basically wrote the book that I wish someone had written for me when I was 17 and experiencing panic attacks for the first time being like, what the f***? is this am i dying yeah like i want to die like it gets dark but i think it did well because it's just real you know yeah. like it's okay and it's real and I, th and I think that's important to say too because i remember for the longest time i didn't even know i was having panic attacks because it comes in so many different forms <gasps> speak on it like in like confrontational issues or like in situations where i feel like i'm like the center of attention i will have like my heart will just start palpitating. I'll just start instantly sweating. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, I'm just like, oh, it's just nerves. Mm. And it's like, after going to therapy, it's like, no, oh, these are, no, that was a full-blown anxiety attack. <laughs> the, yeah, oh yeah, no, you need help. Yeah. Um, the, the amount in which excitement and panic reflect each other, like it's scary because you can take something that's so exciting that you love to do, like, you know, not that you love public speaking at all. It's like your fear, but like being whatever in a situation, an environment where like you thrive or something you're good at, but like your brain can very, very easily switch that to a feeling of fear yeah. because in the brain, it lies so closely to excitement. So that was like one of the things I wanted to practice when writing the book too, was like in a panic attack moment, it's like, wait, could my body just be interpreting this as a scary thing because the symptoms so easily mimic nerves or nervousness. It's like, what if I just very simply switch this to saying, oh, I'm really excited about this, or this is something I enjoy doing, or like, I'm going to kick ass at this. But the thing yeah. about anxiety is that it's meant to keep you safe. So it's going to tell you everything not to do in those situations. It's going to say, run, hide, you're not good enough, you're not loved, you're not in a safe scenario, which just isn't the case. So it was like, I needed to learn and go through all that shit so that I could become obsessed with it and hyper fixate on why I was so f***ed up and broken so that I could then write anecdotes and resolutions to like how to find tips, tricks and methods of like getting out of those exact situations. Did you find that like you got, you kind of like your mentality and like your perception of it changed and then you wrote the book or does it change as you were kind of like- Oh my God. Working on the book. Dude, so both. Like I had to go through 15 years of therapy, medication, panic attacks, mental hospitalizations, like going to the ER every time I was having a panic attack to 
gain the knowledge that I gained to be able to be in a position to write a book. And then even when I was writing the book, I learned so much because I had to interview like doctors and scientists or like family and friends. And I was like, oh, holy shit, I forgot that happened. Or I didn't realize like you saw that from that point of view and perspective. And even like today, like I was going through, I was having a really bad depressive episode last night and I was like, nothing's wrong. Why am I sad? Everything should be going right right now. And I, I had to even like bust open my own book and be like, okay, let me go through the somatic experience. Like, where do I feel it in my body? Like, because the thing about dealing with anxiety is we think we're dealing with it by thinking about it. We play the whole script in the scenario in our heads without realizing that it needs to come out of our body. So I'll be like, I'm doing the scanning. I'm trying to stop the rumination. I'm telling myself don't. It's like, no, no, no. Are you actually taking the moment to pause and do these exercises that require work and time and breath to reverse the feeling and thoughts. And that's what I'm trying to help people do is be like, you can do it at any time, any place, any way. Yeah, that's I've been handling anxiety wrong this entire time. That's not true. You've been surviving. But like the, the methods don't really work for, for me. I think I should read your book. The methods haven't been working for me. I gave you a copy. Yeah. Because I know you have social anxiety. And believe it or not, so do I. Yeah. But it's also going to change. And, like, you have to live and, like, experience life to figure out what does and doesn't work for you. Right? Yeah. Like, I would have, like, killed myself years ago. And I would have been like, I couldn't figure it out. But now it's like, no, you have a will to live and something to live for and a purpose. And, like, you're going to find your thing. Yeah. And it's not going to be this way forever. Right? Like, you'll find your message of safety to figure out how to turn it around. This is going to tell me if I'm overstepping here. No. But I feel like you and me have this certain way of looking at life now because of a certain instance. Did you ever have an instance where, like, you wanted to just, like, right? Dude, yeah. So I had this, like, conversation with my bandmate recently, Mm. right? And, like, I was, like, just, like, down bad, super depressed or whatever like that. And then, like, I remember I reached this, like, point where I was, like, I've already tried to kind of like take myself out and like it didn't work. I'm glad. And I just thought to myself, if everything goes wrong, I, t- I said this out loud, and it, it sounds worse when I say it out loud, if everything goes wrong, then I just like, and like it all goes away. Cause it's like, that's kind of like the easy way out. And it's like the hard thing to do is to keep on going. Yeah, dude. And like, that's the challenge now for me is like, I want to see what I, I'm able to do because I feel like I'm supposed to be here. You, you know are. What I mean, so it's like once you reach that point of like that sense of like fatalism of like nothing really matters. There's like a positive spin to it. Like okay, nothing really matters. So why not try try every day to Absolutely. make that day the best day I can. Thank you for sharing that because it's so deep and so impactful and important that people know and can hear that and. When I was in my moment, I realized that I didn't really want to end my life. I didn't want to stop living. I just wanted to stop suffering. I just wanted to be out of pain. I just want to be out of this weight that I have for years. Yeah. And you're so right. When you get to that moment where you're like, I have the power to do this thing, you almost go, oh, my God, I have the power I have power to change this. Yeah. And it's not about like 
what happens to you. It's about how you react and how you, what you do with what's happened to you. Yeah. And I feel like once you've been in that scenario and that situation in your life, which so many people have and never admit or like never know how to talk about it, that's really when you're able to crack open and like find that like I was just about to say the beauty and the breakdown, but I think that's a Kelly Clarkson lyric. So yeah, <laughs> pretty yeah, sure somewhere behind those hazel eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A moment like this, yeah. you never forget. Ne oh my, that was a banger. That was a throwback. Well, you know, I'm glad you're here. Well, <laughs> <laughs> how about we talk about dating now? Okay, how about we, yeah. let's bring it back up. But that, no, yeah. But that's I like why, going there. Yeah. This what this that's what this podcast is all about. It's yes. like I call it Domi's Road after like, you know, show Boy Meets Road. Yeah. When a boy meets well. Yeah, because it's like it's like we're hanging out. It's true. And it's like wholesome. It's real. It's fun. It's goofy. It's authentic. And then they're just like that one deep moment in the episode where you're like, whoa, shit got a little real. <laughs> that's life, baby. And then Sean Hunter pops out and says something <laughs> funny, and then we're oh, we're back on track oh, now. Okay, Mr. We're back Feeny, on track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't never forget. So uh relationships let's talk about them. yeah what's your longest relationship i was in a, a open relationship but a partnered relationship for five years and we broke up last year so i hadn't been single 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 since i was 27 and now i'm 33 and it's been fun it's been but fun. wow shit is difficult how was that the breakup yeah it was awful <laughs> it sucked it was terrible. But here's the thing. I'm so glad it happened because when I was in it, and I don't know if you felt this way during your like long-term relationship, I did not think I could live without this person. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is my person. This is my identity. This is everything. And then to be like, oh my God, I survived that bitch. I can survive anything. And yeah. so now when anything terrible happens, I'm like, yeah, but remember when you survived that? Mm. Heartbreak is the worst, my guy. That's the hardest thing. It's some bullshit. It's some bullshit. It's bullshit. And if you can survive that, my God, it, it, everything is just so much easier to deal with. Do you, Are you still looking at that relationship from like rose-colored glasses? Or do you think... No. Yeah. I think the difference between stereotypically like men and women is women deal with it when it's happening and men seem to like deal with it later. That's very true. <laughs> That's very true. So I feel like I grieved it while it was happening. Yeah. And then now I'm able to look back on it and be like, here's where things were great and here's where things were, were not great and I'm not going to ever make that same mistake again. Yeah. And am I making those mistakes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Duh. But at least I'm like a little bit more aware of it. Yeah. What about you with yours? I think I think I've been in like a like I said I'm a violent monogamous. <laughs> so like all my relationships have been like pretty long term. Yeah. So like my first relationship was like five years. Wow. And then I was single for a little bit and then dated around and then my next relationship was like three years. Wow. Three and a half years. So I learned a lot really fast like being in long term relationships. So like yeah. after my first one. I think, like, the thing I hate about so much was the breakup was so bad. Like, it was so, like, we were we were, we were really young. Like, we started yeah. dating when we were, like, 18 oh, until we were, like, God, 23. Yeah. It was, like, so it's, like, we grew up together, essentially. Yeah. Like, like, high school, university, afterwards. 
So it was like very violent. We just didn't know how to like express our love. Like yeah. you know, at that age, like you just love so hard oh and you don't know how to communicate yeah. and like you just get angry and you're fighting all the time. So then after that, I think I was like, I never want that to happen again. So I carried that into my next relationship and I was like very mature. Like the mm. breakup was very like amicable mm-hmm. and like we were able to see like, yeah, there were problems or were flaws here. We're just going two different directions. So it was very mature. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, that is something too that comes with age, I think is like communication is like the non-negotiable for me. If someone does not know how to communicate their feelings or like deal with them in a healthy way, even if they're an avoidant type of person, even if they're like, Hey, I'm not good in conflict. I need space like to go take a walk. Can we come back tonight and talk about it? Even if you can like say that bitch (laughs) down on one knee, like that's all I need is now in my big age at 33, I, you have to know yeah, or at least be willing to work on it. Yeah. And if you don't have that, it's going to be toxic. Yeah. Do you find that is true with you in LA? <laughs> oh, I've, I think I've given up dating in LA. I think, yeah, I, I like, I, I wasn't for a while. And then like recently I was like, ah, f- it. Let's, <laughs> let's fucking use some of this clout and power. And let's see what's on. Let's see what the streets are like. I was like, f- this Stop sucks. Out here in these streets. <laughs> I was like, this shit is terrible. Are you currently street? Are you street boy right now? Are you on these streets? I was. Okay. But like, I'm in these streets for like a brief moment. I find something I like and then I'm mm. out the streets. Mm. I'm, I was going on horse dates, horseback riding and shit. I was You like, were boyfriending real fast. Yeah, like second date horseback riding. Oh my God. Going to Pasadena, soccer um, games. No, 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 type, no, no, like, no, no. Like real no. quick. Oh, no, 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 no. Real, real fast. Wait, that, wait, that's your style, but no, 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 no. That's like... No. What's, what's the no, 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 We no. need like a coffee date. Then we do like a dinner date. No, fuck all that. Fuck all that. Fuck all <laughs> you that. Want- the warm up. Like, you, but like you can go deep on those dates. No, nah, fuck that. Because I look at it like this. It's like a like an incline on a treadmill, right? You know okay. when, you, when you go to the gym? Rarely, like, but yes. You go to the gym and people are like, oh, you got to warm up. Oh, you, know, you just... Go for a quick jog before, you know, have some warm up sets before you get to the heavyweight. No, just heavyweight straight away. If I get injured, great. I'd rather get injured fast than get injured later. Dom, how are you learning to stand in love rather than fall in love? I do both. I fall and then I no. l- and then I levitate. <laughs> and it dust yourself off and try yeah, again. Pick I yourself fall, up. Levitate, get my heart broken, and then we just we just run. We just keep running it until I get the energy back. We just keep running it. Dom. Learning how to stand in love over fall in love is going to be your greatest life lesson. As a cancer too, that's like your... But what do you mean stand in love? There's a difference between losing yourself in it and like a, like letting yourself get hurt, which is cool. I, I would so much rather fall in love than not at all. Like I fully believe that. But there's a way to be like, this is a pattern I do and create. And how do I have some restraint Without closing off, how do I have some restraint in this versus, damn, just falling, banging your head against the floor each time. But isn't it, but like, I feel like. That's such an artist thing to do too. But no, because I feel like this, right? I feel like if I start, if I'm talking to you and Mm -hmm. I like you, Mm -hmm. right? Why should I have to like, or why should we, if we both like each other, why should we have to hold off on just like making memories and having a good time? Have you ever heard of limerence? Is that like a mystical creature? Like a limerick? <laughs> or no, that's like a rhyme. 
What's the that's animal that I'm thinking of? A lemur. That's a lemur. What's the an animal? animal? You're watching Zabumafu? No. It's a lemur from that from that guy. It is the a lemur. Movie? Like King Julian. Sure. You ever watch King, you know King Julian? No. Madagascar? Uh-uh. What the f***? <laughs> you know King Ju King Julian? No. What is this from? Madagascar. The movie? What the f*** is going on? <laughs> What's happening? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. What were you talking about? Lemurs. Okay. <laughs> you ever heard of limerence, Dom? <laughs> When two ADHD brains, <laughs> our last two brain cells bouncing off each other. Okay, okay limerence is what a lot of people confuse with love in the early stages. Okay. Limerence is your brain's way of protecting yourself and going, I'm going to feel safety with this person. I'm going to imagine the best case scenario with this person. And I'm going to fucking go all the way because when I'm not with them, I'm thinking about the relationship. I'm thinking about the future of it. It's falling in love with the idea of what you guys could be versus like what studies have shown with love is what they show is actually time and uh, patterns and recurrence of behavior. Mm -hmm. So actually love is built in the the downtime and the tough times and the longevity and limerence is built in the short. It's that you're kind of addicted. Could you be addicted to the feeling of falling in love? Half yes, half no. But here's, okay. Hit me. He's throwing this down is, his cards. This is my thing. Right? Tell me. If we, okay, let's say you're like, I like you. I like you. Right? Mm -hmm. I want to take you on a date. I want to take you on a date. Why the I don't want to go get coffee. I want to go to Universal Studios. Why can't we just go do that? No, that sounds so fun. That's great, right? Yeah. Right? Second date. Let's go do some other shit. Yeah, no. Let's I, go on a hot air balloon. You like activities. I like activities. Okay. I like making memories with somebody that I care about. <laughs> I'm, I, just, I, I just don't feel the need to beat around the bush. I feel like if I'm going to date somebody, yeah. I date to win. Okay, well, like, I'm, let's like, break I'm, that I'm, down. <laughs> no, but I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm dating because You're dating like, to get... A partner. Yeah, I'm dating long term. Fair. I'm not. I'm not just like. I'm not gonna like waste time. But there's a way to agreed fully. And like, I love activities. If you take me on a date and you're just staring at my face, I'm like, no, let's go play darts or something or pool while we're hanging out. Yeah. I get activities are dope, but the um, the com the compounding of those feelings in a short period of time might be a pattern to look at. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm just saying that could be something to look at. But it works, though. I've been in long-term relationships. Fair. It works. It works, but is it, it healthy? It was a very healthy, my last year, very healthy relationship. Okay. If, I, I would say it's different if it's like I'm doing all subscribing and shit. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, and it, like, and then I'm like, we're it's f***ing. It's not codependent? It's not like codependent. It's okay. like, we don't like, I'll barely, I don't even have to text you all the time. Oh, okay. Because I'm also, I'm really bad at texting because of. ADHD, social anxiety. Yeah, I totally get I that. I dissociate constantly. Fully get that. That's why I say don't I need friends. Because like people think like we're like I'm really bad at having friends because I just don't text. I dissociate. You're like an in-person connector. Exactly. Yeah, that's fair. But when we're in person and I'm dating you, it's like I want to do a bunch of cool shit. And it works a lot of the time. You know what okay. I mean? But some people are like, oh, this is this too is, much. This is too much. It could feel like intense to some people. But you'll yeah. find the right person that But it's like it feels intense, but it's at the same time. It's like I would say it would be different or manipulative or whatever or like a lot or like love bombing if it's like if I had an ulterior motives, if like yeah, I wanted to or something. Your, like that. your intentions are to find a partner. That. I just yeah. want to find a partner. Yeah. And I just don't want to waste as time. As long as you have other shit in your life that is meaningful too. 
What do you mean? Like, like family and like, shit? Yeah, like dating can't be your full-time job because in our world, especially in like influencer culture, it easily can become. Like you make content about it. You're a podcast about it. Like, Yeah, no, I don't, like, I don't have time to be dating around consistently. <laughs> like I've yeah. like, been on fucking dating shows and shit. Yeah, it's you like, mean I literally made my living at this point off of fucking dating. Like, yeah. I don't have time to just fucking date all the time no. or whatever like that. If I yeah. wanted to do that, I'll just go do another fucking show. What do you do for fun for that's not around dating? That's not... You said that as if everything's I do is based around it. I'm just saying when I find somebody, yeah. when I find someone that I like, I'm like all in. Yeah. But it's rare that I find somebody. That you're all in. That I'm all in on. I'll pass on a lot of shit. Yeah. So it's either like all the way or nothing. Yeah. It's kind of ADHD-ish. It's either like right now or not right now at all. Yeah. Like if, if, if like, let's say I'm going, I'm walking down the street uh -huh. and let's say for whatever reason, people are throwing Pussy at you. Don't push any left and right, Your right? Bras, like Drake. I'm probably gonna say I'm probably gonna pass on like 99%. But there will be that one percent where that will catch my eye and I'm like, this is the one. And then usually when that person's the one, I go all in and it ends up working out because it's like that intuitive this is like boom. It you works. fight, you fall. But sometimes your gut. it misses. Mm. But I, I'm not doing that all the time. Like mm. I don't date all the time. Okay, good. If I tell people I'm dating, people are like, oh shit. Oh, like, like you're for real. Like, and like oh, right shit. now you're not dating. You're off the streets. I'm off the streets right now. Okay, good. But there was someone that took me off the streets for a bit. But then I was like, maybe this isn't well, maybe we'll revisit that. But I'm like, I don't know. Wrong wrong time, right person. Or wrong time, wrong person. Mm. Or wrong person right time oh i don't know there's a lot of ways that you could break that whole situation sounds down. like you're still coming out of it i'm not coming out of it it was just like it was very there was uh let's go to our game ah! <laughs> this is what the people wanted <laughs> i want to talk about these <laughs> <laughs> that's right we're back dom's world on the couch <laughs> <laughs> the way you did that was insane Okay, what <laughs> what is what is a fruit roll up uh BJ? Tom, did you not see my most viral TikTok I've ever made? No, I didn't know. What is this? I don't know how you avoided it because everyone and their mom saw it, including my dentists, my friend, my mom's friends. I don't know how this became my most viral. I make TikToks about mental health, women's empowerment, dogs. This one somehow became my most viral TikTok. I talked about how one of my partners and I were sitting on the couch and I was eating a fruit roll up and I was like, what would happen if I put this on your dick and then sucked it? Because it would be kind of funny, kind of the same consistency and like thickness of a condom. It has to be a, a fruit roll up, not a fruit by the fruit. Very different. Right. Fruit roll up, not as sticky. It kind of dissolves as you suck it. So I said, I told, I said, have you guys ever put a fruit roll up around a dick and given a blowjob because it was the most fun. They don't call it a job for no reason. It's work. Right. Especially when you got TMJ and you know, you're tall. <laughs> it's a lot of, I didn't come to exercise. It came to have sex. And so this just made it very fun. <laughs> and I shared my experience and it went viral to the point where fruit roll ups were selling out. I had people, it saved their marriage. Uh, it became new party trick for some people. A party um, trick? Yeah. You know, like, hey, whip your dick out. Let me throw this foot roll up on it and see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Just see what, where things go. What, how? Okay. Why Why'd you have... Wait. Okay. You were eating the roll start? up? Yeah. Just like chilling, watching TV with Bay. And then you 
what happens? Does he finish or the fruit roll finish first? If you're lucky, both. Finish? <laughs> <laughs> if you're lucky, I get a tr tasty treat snack and so does he. You know what I'm saying? I'm so, okay. What do you what are you confused about? You don't wrap it like a tent. That was where mistake number one was. was yeah. A lot of people were doing it like a tent. Right. No, no, no. You, you go around, around the like shaft. a hot dog. You go around yes. the shaft. Uh -huh. Right. How big is a fruit roll-up sheet? Because I feel like I wouldn't want to introduce this if it's going to... I forget how big they are. You can tear them apart. There's some some people use the, the fruit, fruit roll-ups roll that had tattoos on them. So you could put tattoos on... Mm -hmm. Like the cutout? Yeah. Or like, you know this, the fruit, fruit roll-ups that have tattoos on them? Like you put them on your tongue and it would like leave a, a smiley face on your tongue? I haven't had fruit roll-ups in a long time. Okay, it might be an American thing. Uh... Yeah, you do. Do you think this opens up a new uh, doorway for other snack uh, related blowjobs? It did. People like maybe Dunkaroos. Or uh, slices of cheese, if uh, you're a cheese girly. Like Pop Tarts. Oh my God. Give me a s'mores Pop Tart. Mm. I would give blowjobs for a living. Like Pop Tart underneath, Pop Tart on top. A Pop Tart sandwich, Pop Tart dick sandwich. Pop Tart dick. Pop Tart dick sandwich. Yeah. I'm in. Food, bring food into the bedroom. Just know to wash off before inserting it into anything so you don't get a yeast infection. Idea. Let's brainstorm session. Okay. Right? I'm here. I'm here with you. Let's go. Oreos. Love. Mega stuffed Oreos. Double stuffed. Mega stuffed. All the stuff. Okay. Right? Don't use the cookie. Just use the stuff. <gasps> Wrap Lube. the dick up in Oreo stuff. Lube. Now it's an Oreo stuffed dick. I'm liking where this is going. Right. 10%. Right. I get... Ten. Bowl of Lucky Charms. Oh my God. Heart Stars, right? Clovers, Horseshoes and Balloons. Dairy Alternative. Sugar Free. Oat Milk. Okay. Bowl of Cereal. Breakfast Dick. Put the dick in the cereal. Grilled Cheese. Let's talk about it. Right. Two pieces of toasty bread. Melty cheese. Butter. Right on top. Some people put mayonnaise on them. I don't want to yeah. talk about those people. Grilled put Cheese the Dick. dick. Grilled Cheese Dick. You could put a dick on anything. Pizza? See ya. Pepperonis? Pineapple? That's kind of triggering. Why? Cut up pieces of meat. All right. All right. Let me scale it back. Yeah. Let me scale it back. I'm glad, I'm glad this is a brainstorming session. I don't know if you want to have meat dick. You want to have sweet dick. I want that sweet dick. But you don't want meat dick. I don't want you meat No one dick. wants savory dick. You're right. I might actually accidentally take a, a chomp. Yeah. With sweets, at least you're licking. Still. Yeah. Yeah. I'm you know in my I mean? lick era. That's good stuff. Yeah. I think we did something there. We did. Pegging. <laughs> you ever been pegged? No. Oh, man. How do you introduce that? We ignore the fact that men have a G-spot in their asshole and we pretend like it's gay to like it when it's literally there for a reason. Uh, if you haven't touched your taint and liked it, you explored around that area, uh, I can understand because, listen, anal isn't easy. But with the right tools, a willing partner and some patience, pegging can be very fun and powerful for uh, a non-penis haver too. Um, so peg like a stick? No, don't peg with a stick. Ouchies, ouchie, ow, ouchie, wah, wah. Uh, like a small dildo, a dilator, um, anal beads. Do you hold it? Do you wear it? Pegging specifically defined by the queer community would be uh, like a, a harness, a strap uh, with a dildo on it into the receiving end of uh, a... You uh, me. Yes, exactly. Uh. That is pegging. But if I f you, yeah, it's just good old anal. Just, just or you could peg me with a dildo. Sure, I don't mind. I think the the idea of pegging that is that it is a woman doing it to a man because okay. you know people love the gender binary, which doesn't exist for me. But can a woman peg a woman? Oh, often. So pegging 
is the act of harnessing, strapping up, right in there. How'd, Keister. How do you introduce that if you want to peg somebody? Um, I think you have to have an open and willing partner that you can communicate your sexual needs with first, A. Step one. Uh, B, try a little butt play. See if you like a finger around it, a little swirly-whirly, a little tap-tap, little, is this thing on? Hello. Um, if they like that, lube is your best motherfucking friend. Lube, 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 lube for days. Uh, a lot of uh, starter pegging packs will have um, different sizes. So you can start they off really small. starter kits? Yeah. So you can start really small, skinny, see how that feels. So I'm like, I'm short and fat, thick daddies, um, work your way up. And make it fun because it is a fun, silly thing. Sex. Don't forget. Don't never forget. Never forget. Pegging. Some good time. It's a fun. It's a fun, silly, goofy little little time. It's just overall just a good time. And it's like fun to play with power dynamic, right? Like if you're a girl who's always been bent over and like doggy style, and it's like it, it, there's something too about like taking back the power and like knowing what it's like to be the one giving penetration. Like we call it penetration. We don't call it like enveloping for a mm -hmm. reason because we want to give power to the man, to the penis haver. So to give yourself a penis and to give it is very, very power empowering. You heard it here first, folks. We're just trying to empower the, the, or the kids. Or you didn't hear no? it here first. You probably heard it a lot of different places. Maybe. Probably the last place you heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> they come here the last for place their you to hear about pegging. Edu edutainment. Ed edumacation. Edumacations. You want to play a game? Yes. It's not pegging. Oh. Or maybe it is. Who <gasps> knows what's in this bowl? Oh, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. What is it? How do we play? We're going to play a game called What Would You Do If? Okay. Cue intro music. Da -da 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 All right. We're going to pick scenarios. Okay. And it's going to be what would you do? Okay. What would you do if you had a penis for a day? <laughs> I think we just <laughs> talked about it. I peg the shit out of everyone. You just be f***ing? Dude, you have to. First things first, I can't wait to try peeing. Because what do y'all do? Some of you sit. Some of you have to like arch. I just watched a man use a urinal for the first time. That was wild. Urinals are bullshit. Why? It just, it just goes everywhere. Do you sit and pee? No, because like when you do a urinal, there's a misconception, right? I learned this, right? When I was at a young age, you piss in a urinal. And you think it just hits the thing. It just goes down, yeah. right? You just go boom, boom, it goes down. Yeah. But then when I was young, I was at a pool, right? So uh -huh. I didn't have shoes on. So uh -huh. I go to the washroom and I peed. Oh, no. And I could feel the pee on my shins. Oh, no. And I was like, it just goes f***ing everywhere. It doesn't seem ergonomical. Yeah, I feel like there has, there has to be a better urinal situation. But that's a whole other topic. Back to you having a dick. <laughs> um, yeah, peeing, peeing is fun. It's very, it's very convenient. Yeah. You kind of do it wherever. I do that thing that guys do where they go and they smack it around their thighs. Yeah, we do that all the time. Yeah, that sounds that's, that's so like, fun. Yeah, or you go this way and it slaps on your belly. Yeah. That's just so Every silly. Every day at 6 p.m. That's what we do. Dude, I would just go that's around like, telling bitches what to do. <laughs> like just one day I'd join the patriarchy and be like, shut the f*** up and give me my sandwich. That's that's what you would that do. The wrong your... it, I, there's just, there's got to be just something that comes over you. You would when... just lean into the patriarchy. Yes. You would just, just, it's just for the day, right? I guess so, but that could have lasting ramifications. <laughs> okay, fair. <If> you... <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd make love gently. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to know what it feels like. To, uh, to. Yeah, with a dick. Ah, uh, it's not that much fun. It's not that much fun. It's, it's too easy. Too easy. I'm pretty sure you could find a guy that could come from with sandpaper. Okay. It's okay. pretty, it's not like, I feel like it's a whole different experience. It's not a lot of work is what you're saying. Yeah. Like I've never, obviously I've never seen, yeah, no, I've never seen a woman like 
vulnerably masturbate uh-huh. or whatever like that. But I'm sure it's like in my head, it's like it's art. It's, yeah, it's art. It's yeah. the most beautiful thing ever. Yeah. Like, oh, I do think sex probably feels way better for women than men. Yeah, yeah. guys, it's like you would think. Yeah, like, it's like sneezing. It, no, it's like you're a serial killer. Oh, got it's it. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's yeah. huffing. There's puffing. It's very efficient. Yeah, no, I'd make it it's, pretty. Yeah, I it's you. very much just like. And then you just go on with your day. All right, give me the bowl. <laughs> Dom, what would you do if, oh, if your boyfriend or girl, well, what would you do if your boyfriend had a micro penis? In this scenario, you're gay and your partner has a micro. We're uh, getting a lot of dick related questions yeah. ever since. Okay. If my boyfriend had a micro dick, mm-hmm. then that, that'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'd, I'd do the yeah. Yeah. It's not about the, the size of the dog. It's about the size of the fight in the dog. Yeah. And then he could, and then we'll buy a peg starter kit. You've learned so much. I know. See? The growth of a human in you this know? short amount of time. Simple, simple, simple problems have simple answers. My you know? guy. So proud of you. What would you do if your partner had to take their dentures out during sex? Ooh, what a question. I mean, who hasn't this happened to? Am I right? Yeah, it's happened to me. Two summers ago on, a, on a fortnight. No, it never happened. Listen, I'm not here to kink shame or body shame. If you got to take your teeth out, listen, who doesn't want a head without teeth? Yeah. You're, you're, I, I'm reading this problem <laughs> as eliminating a problem. That's, you're removing a barrier. That's true. Yeah. Just, it's just all gums. Ooh, soft and slimy. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't want it like that? Soft and slimy. You're telling me, oh my God. (laughs) To the reverse of this question, I once bought, they are, it's a mouth guard made out of gummy. So it's a top mouth guard and a bottom mouth guard made out of like candy gummy. And you can give a blowjob with those in. It's like having your dentures out. What? You know what I'm saying? It's a, so it's a mouthpiece. Uh huh. It's a top and bottom mouth guard that you can eat. And you give head with it. Yeah. Sex shops amaze me. Yeah, this one was from the Museum of Sex in New York City. Give me the bowl. (laughs) All right, Dom, what would you do if your partner insisted on watching you have sex with a random person? This is a kink. This is a cucking kink. If my partner wanted to watch me have sex with someone else, Uh I couldn't do it. Really? Because I'm violently monogamous. You, what? yeah. But what if it was your partner was like, I would be more in love with you if you did this for me? Uh, That puts me in a tricky situation. Mm, Trickster. Because I would want to do that because I want to make, I wanna make you happy. But also, I wouldn't be happy for anyone else. So Aww. then I'd be like, you're not looking out for my happiness. Would you and really not I'd... be happy for someone else? No. That's so sweet. <laughs> just would... Why would I be? Why would I be pumped about you're that? You're talking to an ethically non-monogamous slut. So oh, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I just, yeah. For me, I'm like, yeah, all right, let's do this. Like, have you ever done that before? Oh, my God, yeah. All the like time. You Someone else, someone watch you? Both. I've done it both ways. I, there's, uh, there's cucking, which is liking the act of humiliation, which is not my style. It's not what I'm into, but I certainly love watching my partner have sex with other people because I think it's really empowering. Act of humiliation? Like, it's like the person. So some people like to watch the other person have sex with someone else because it makes them feel humiliated and that's a turn on for them. That's Ah. cucking. Um, or cuck queening if you're a woman. Um, I don't like that. I don't get off on humiliation, but I do get off on watching my partner feel good. It's, um, like, um, what's the word? Compersion. 
compersion is getting off on or like being happy for your partner being happy. So I have a lot of compersion for mm. that. So I think it's and it's hot. You ever been to a sex party in L.A.? No, why? What are you not understand about violently monogamous? What would I be What would I be doing at a sex party? I have social watch. anxiety. What would I be doing at a sex party? <laughs> you could just watch. Again, what am I doing at a sex party? I just think it's very liberating and free and beautiful and like kind of dope to even just be a spectator in that arena, watching people who are like so comfortable with their bodies or like their relationships to um, enjoy themselves in that way. I'd be so awkward. Really. I wouldn't know if I should clap or. How should they appreciate do that? I, yeah, do I like, give compliments? Do I give feedback? Like that was good. Yeah. It's good stuff. Compliments Charles. to the chef. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that was good. Uh, that was good doggy style. Yeah. That was good, 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 good job form. out there, big yeah, dog. Yeah, <laughs> good form. <laughs> what would you do if your partner asked you for an open relationship one day? It has happened many a time. You were in an open relationship. I'm currently in an open relationship. Oh. All my relationships since. I was about 25, have been ethically non-monogamous. Um, but that's not to say when things weren't good with my primary partner that we didn't close the relationship. So, like, for us, there was a hierarchical, um, they call it polyamory, but I don't really consider myself polyamorous. But for some people, there is no hierarchy in relationships. For me, I've constantly had, like, a primary partner. And so if things weren't good between us, then, like, we would close the relationship just until we kind of sorted through our shit. Um, so I think there's so many ways to do non-monogamy. There's monogamish, there's swingers, there's full polyamory, there's kitchen table polyamory, there's triads. There's wait, 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 what's kitchen table? Kitchen table is like what I participate in, which is that I can sit at a kitchen table with all of my partners and everyone gets along and everyone can communicate. Some people are like, I don't want to know. Out of sight, out of mind. Don't tell me when you sleep with other people. How I don't want to know. you have? Current. Isn't this like a sister husbands? Or no, that's polygamy, which is uh, like a religious controlling oh. thing. Uh, Non-monogamy is just open relationships is having multiple partners and everyone's consenting to it. And it's ethical. And they're all cool? Like yeah. everyone's cool with each other? Yeah. And they're all like, oh, what's up? Yeah. So like that's sometimes that's how my lifestyle is. And then sometimes I'm just dating one person and it feels like monogamy. And it's like, whoa, this is crazy. That is crazy. It is. Because I don't think one person should be able to fulfill every need sexually, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. I think that's a lot of pressure for one person. So I encourage people to figure out where the standard of monogamy came from and try and pick that apart and dismantle it. And if it still feels true to you, great. Monogamy is for you. But for me, it just wasn't. And I don't imagine ever going back to mm. it. It's just not in my nature. As they say. Is it bad that I'm monogamous? Not at all. It works for you and it mm -hmm. makes you happy. I like it. I think as long as you <laughs> as long as you haven't been forced to be monogamous from society and religion and cultural experience and you know that you have an option to do it and it could feel good and you've if you've said that's not for me, I totally respect the shit out of that. Yeah. Couldn't be me. Yeah, that's I it just seems stressful to have a lot of people. Um, it for is. me, it's it just time seems, yeah, it just seems stressful. I don't have like five partners at once. Usually yeah. it's like one kind of like a satellite partner, a hookup friend maybe. And then like maybe one night stands every now and then if it's, if it's a saucy season, but 
Not for everybody. Good. I'm busy, dude. I'm tired all the time. So if you can't like come over at nine o'clock on a Tuesday and like be in your pajamas, then it ain't for me. I'm not going out. You know what I'm saying? Don't I make me no, go out. I respect it. I don't go I out of the house. It. Don't make me leave my house. Yeah, I, I don't leave my house either. But I like indoor bay. But I like having somebody there. Yeah. Oh, let's see. We got a couple more. Dom, what would you do if you found out that your partner has a strange addiction, i.e. Tide Pods. If my partner ate Tide Pods? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would, like, get her to Seek the hospital. <laughs> like, what? My it depends on what the addiction is. Eating cotton balls. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> cotton balls, cool. Tide Pods, pff, well, too that's, far. Yeah, that's, that's dangerous. Yeah, that's dangerous. That's yeah. dangerous. If you're just eating... Fabric, whatever. Also, could you, and I feel like you're like me in this sense where you're like, I could not imagine having a partner that has hidden something that big from me because I'm just so open and like, I, I've always just been so open with my partners. If they were like, I've been keeping this secret, I'm addicted to eating cotton balls. I'd be like, I'm more pissed about that. You hiding this than the addiction. I wouldn't be pissed about you hiding it because this is a little weird. Ah. But here's the thing though. There has to be different, there has to be like a scenario if they, if, okay, if I'm with somebody uh -huh. and let's say they like, they smoke, they vape or they uh -huh. drink, they smoke weed or whatever like that. And then they also are eating cotton balls. And I'm like, you got, this is a lot happening right now. Addictive personality. Yeah, addictive personality. But at the same time, I understand that everybody needs a vice. Sure. You know what I mean? Like for a long time for me, smoking was like my vice. That was like my thing so or whatever vintage. like that. But I stopped. Yeah, And you now did. I'm like, I need a vice. So now it's, it's sweets. <gasps> Right, yes. so if I'm with somebody and like they don't vape, they don't do any stuff. But every now and again, you eat cotton balls. They gotta just go chow down on some cotton balls. Munch, munch. All good. Crunch, crunch. Is work still getting done? Are we still having a good time? You just gotta go off into <laughs> into the bathroom and just nom nom on some cotton balls. They're fine. <laughs> when you know? does it become too much though? The cotton balls. Yeah. Well, then we're getting to like, like how many are we getting like Medical. Kirkland cotton balls? Are we going to Costco and buying? 1200 cotton balls at yeah. a time then that's the issue management is what i'm hearing. yeah that's what i'm talking okay. about if it's like if it's like every day at like 8 p.m after dinner you're going off and just treat you're just a couple mm, little snacky num, num, little cotton num, balls num, num. little it's like cool yeah now are we if you're are you getting the cotton balls that have like the micro beads to exfoliate with them we have an issue we got to talk we have a t we have to have a talk what if like she can't go out in public because if she sees a cotton ball she has to eat it we have, a, we have a problem. <laughs> okay, okay. I just, I was trying to find the line. Yeah, we, we have found a problem. It. We found it. We have a problem. Okay, if it's interfering with your daily life, got it. What would you do if your partner could only come if there was food involved? <sighs> Great what? question for me. Okay, can I tell you I learned oh, this? Oh, because if you do the fruit, what if, oh, see, so if you do the fruit roll I'm thing, then they get addicted to the fruit roll exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah. Here's what I learned recently. A fetish and an, a, uh, a kink are two different things. A kink is like, ooh, a little spice. Ooh, this could be fun. This could make me like have a good time. A fetish is you can't come without it. Yeah. You can't enjoy without it. So I learned that there's a difference between a fetish and kink. And it sounds like this is a fetish. And for me, I'm sorry, fetish lifestyle, I can't keep up with that. That just seems like a lot of work, a lot of like one note type of material sexually. And I just have to say, you got to go be with a chef, my guy. Yeah. We, we spoke, I spoke about this with Tana oh. on episode here. Yeah. I call it the platypusy theory. Okay. If I will never go, like let's say you go to a food market, right? Uh -huh. And there's 
a plate of platypus pussy. Okay. Now, if I never try the platypus pussy, I'm fine with that. You uh, never know you like I'll it. I'll never know I like it. Now, let's say I try the platypus pussy. And you love and it. And it's the greatest thing ever. Now, every meal, I got to go and I got to purchase some platypus pussy. Yeah. In correlation, to be like, I don't ever want anyone to ever shit on me. Because what if I just what absolutely love, love What's someone the line? shitting on me? Where are you drawing me? the line? Someone shitting on me. That's the line? <laughs> You'll go all the way to that? I'm I'm just I'm just because what if I like it? That's my biggest fear. Okay. What if I love someone shitting on me, and now for the rest of my life I'm I'm forever a, chasing that fetish. dragon. Yeah. Then you got a problem. Of someone that's fine shitting on me, but also being my friend. Get a good sex therapist is what I'm hearing because a good sex therapist with couples is like game changing. No, it's not. It's not about that. I just don't. I'm just. I, Scared that I'm going to like people shitting on me. But so will so. you not try like choking because you're afraid you might like it? No, that's fine. Okay, but the line but, is But poop. the line is like poop. Just do it, you baby. No. I just want to know now if you like it. <laughs> I can tell you I don't like it. Oh, you you tried it? Have it, you tried getting shit? Have you been shit on? It wasn't on purpose. I'll just say that. But like, okay. But. It but did. it was during sex? Okay, I have a question. You're a sex expert. Oh my god, you can finally answer this question. This is great. This is amazing. This is oh my god. Okay, shitting and pissing on people. Okay. Right? When do you do this? For a lot of people, during the act of when do well, you do don't conflate piss and shit. For piss, for a lot of people, it's the warm up, and for shit, for a lot of people, it's the finale. Do you shit and then climax or you yeah. climax while you're shitting? No. You shit and, and then, then you, you climax? climax off of that is what I've heard. I have I don't participate in scat play. I don't kink chain, but it's not for me. What I've heard is the piss play is a lot of like foreplay and then scat and then, play is like the big finale and then everyone comes. And this is like, like we all know shit's about to happen at the end. Literally. It's yeah. the game plan. Oh, for sure. You have to put like towels down and stuff. Okay. This, that was, see, that was my thing. I never Do knew when this shit satiated? happened. Why do you use words with a lot of syllables? <laughs> it's just, it's a word. You feel complete? Why you feel you, fulfilled? Why don't you just say complete? I don't know. Satiated came out. I'm, I don't have a big vocabulary. I dropped out of three colleges. Well, you wrote a book and now you think you can just say all the words. Listen, what would you do, Dom, if your partner consistently insisted on roadhead? Consistently insisted is so fun to say. Like they just always wanted to suck my dick while driving. No, they want you to eat her pussy while she's driving. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. That could happen as well. That could happen. Yeah. I thought it was like to me. No. We're going, she, we're she feminists. Was, okay, here. she's driving yeah. and she's like consistently like. She's like, I cannot have you in the car unless your mouth is on my vagina. Dom, that's a lot. I can't. But like, like where? On like my vagina. Like, 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 we're, we're we driving going? to Whole Foods, babe. We're going to get dinner and I can't start the car until you're sucking my clit. <laughs> well, I'm, okay. Totally down. Uh-huh. But then this is the thing. Where's the line where it becomes like abuse? <gasps> Very good point. You know what I mean? When she doesn't give you a choice anymore. Yeah. So like there's now a difference. She's now it's like I can't go to Whole Foods. Yeah. She doesn't leave the house. She's agoraphobic. I, mean? I hear you. It's 9 a.m. Yeah. I need a fucking. There's a fine line. I need spinach or some shit. For my omelet, obviously. Yeah. And I can't go to fucking Whole Foods because you won't drive unless I eat your pussy. So there's that's, a. That, there's, that's a little. That's a problem. Yeah. But there's a there's a there's a fine line of. She can ask, and you can just say, "No, nah, not today." And she's like, and "Okay." She's like, "She's like, oh, that's cool." But You're she's still going to ask me every day. Yeah, you down for that? <laughs> what is that? Is that she's gaslighting me? What is she avoiding? Is what I'm yeah, hearing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what are we avoiding today? Yeah, yeah. There's We're a, very actualized. 
we're very open, but we're very like in touch with yeah, our Yeah, it's like I just want to know what the root what the root of it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally down for it. I love a partner who can reflect. Yeah. You should be a mirror of me. You like, should be able to look at me. If you're and be consistently like, asking me for roadhead, I'll do it. But, but we're gonna talk, talk about after, it. Let's talk about it afterwards. You know? These are the kind of partners you need in your life, guys. We should be the standard. I got an amen. What would you do if your partner's drunk smelled bad? Depends how bad we're talking. We're talking about like we both just came back from the gym and it's a little sweaty, a little salty, a little accoutrement. Like a healthy musk. Yeah, that's fine. But if we're talking like you've been in jeans for six days in the wilderness foraging deer meat and berries, no undies, raw dog in it. Up against your denim. This brings up a great. This brings up another great question that I've had. How could that possibly? Because okay, so recently, you know Game of Thrones. Yes. So recently, I, there was like a period in time when TikTok, like House of Dragon, was really big on TikTok. Uh -huh. So I kind of avoided watching it because I saw a lot yeah, of it on TikTok. It. So recently, I was like in a hotel room and I was watching House of Dragons, and I thought to myself, all these medieval shows and shit, people always oh. be and shit. But I'm like, they're stinky. Yeah, wouldn't they all smell like? Like shit, like they yeah. didn't have like dove soap and shit no. in the medieval days. They're, yeah, they're a little musky, and you're you you only got to take a bath if you were hella rich or something. You had someone washing you. Yeah, there's something hot to being like both of us a little dirty. But if it's just you, I'm gonna go. This is just you. Yeah. Sometimes I'm stinky. Like imagine like you're at home and then your husband comes home and he has like chainmail on and shit, and, and then he takes off for his, some yeah. reason. And I'm like, whose blood is that? And he's like, milady, and then he just starts. And I'm like, okay, wait, you called me milady? <laughs> that was so cute. Yeah, and I'm like, this, this is really gross. No wonder people die at 27. Dog, yeah. yeah. That checks out. They would die from disease in the in the junk. Yeah, the, your your personal hygiene standard. I can I can play around, get a little little salty when it's hot. But if it's like a problem, again, let's talk about it. Where in childhood did you not feel clean? Where in childhood did someone leave you dirty, or did they overclean? No, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put bad hygiene on healing your inner child and shit. I'm not doing that. That's just <laughs> that's the line. Yeah, we're not gonna. Let's Rude. not do. It. Not everything needs a traumatic Rude. excuse. Just okay, go fine. bathe. <laughs> just go. go let's go. Let's go take a shower. I'm not doing Yo. that. <laughs> Some a lot of things. I'll give. I'll give you the traumatic. Yeah, pass. the card. I'll give you the tra traumatic. The card. trauma card. If you smell like ass, that's not you, dog. Yeah. Yeah. That's just. There's well, a simple solution. Are you someone that'll be like, eighteen dollars a loofah and dope Will soap. you stick your nose in your cutie's armpit to see if it stinks? All the time. <gasps> I, I love doing that. That's so hot. I love. It. There's something just about like not being afraid. Did you feel like? Let me smell it. Come here. Yeah, I think that's like a that's like a big guy thing though. Why? I don't know. It's like when you're like if my partner is like farts around me, I'm I'm pumped. I'm like amped. Wow. I'm like, let's go. Oh, because it establishes like a level of connection. Yeah, it's like comfort. It's like you're like you're com you're comfortable with me. Are you farting first? No, nah, I won't fart. I won't fart first. Just out of like kindness. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay, not because you're trying to hide. Not because I'm trying to hide it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's but just it's like, like you know like... your brand is not healthy to yeah. be in the open air. Yeah, exactly. That's being so. But once you get to a point where it's like you're comfortable burping and farting around me, I'm like, this is awesome. This is yeah, shit. but then it becomes this. like a punishment. Like you're doing it because you know how bad it stinks. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And that's when the relationship gets really fun. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that shit. Like I like, I love it when like if my partner doesn't like shave their legs. It's awesome. Because mm. you're Cause, like. Because they're like tickles. Yeah. When you're like cuddling and, and their legs touch yours and it's like all spiky because that like spiky point. Yeah. I like that. I don't shave my armpits 
And uh, the hottest thing was when my current partner was like, I fucking love that shit. And I was like, thank you. A like heterosexual presenting male who is bisexual, but like presents very straight saying that to me was like so dope. Cause I was like, you guys exist. That's awesome. Yeah. That's actually, that's how I met Drew. I met a video, I made a video mm -hmm. saying that like, I like girls that like don't shave their armpits. See? But the beginning More of the video, of people thought that I was like <gasps> trolling. So uh -oh. like tagged Drew. And, and then, then you guys became friends? And then we became friends. I love to see my two faves. Yeah. That's Cute. how it all started. And then that's how I got started here. Wow. Full circle. Full circle moment. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. It was a good time. Thanks for being so open and having this podcast and platforming mental health experience. Thank you for paving the way. Thank you for... <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? That was just so wholesome. Yeah, I'm just I'm trying <laughs> What? That was so nice. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you for carrying the torch. No, my guy. and like you, like this is my first time meeting you in person, but we've been <sighs> online mutuals Internet. for a really long time. Yeah. So it's You're really a plus. You know they say like be beware meeting your online people because you never know. Well, you were the you were I think you were like the first check mark to follow me. Stop. Yeah, you were the first blue check. Oh my god. And I also remember when I did uh, my first show, the mall. Yes. You like messaged me and you were like. I was devastated. You were like, you are America's sweetheart. And I was like. I was being, up. But yeah. Oh, you're so well, <laughs> But yeah. Well. If y'all only know Dom from what it was it called? Love is Blind. Perfect match. I, I You are the one. Yeah. Perfect match. Yes. You need to go watch the mole and get your fucking tissues ready. Because I'm not okay still. I am still pissed about that. Pissed. Yeah. No, but I, I absolutely love you. I love you. We're going to be friends. Um, in the meantime, do you want to tell them oh, yeah, where to sure. find you? Do you have any projects? Yeah, oh my God. Where to get your book? Yeah, if you like dogs, follow me on TikTok at Kelsey Dara. I'm at Kelsey Dara on all the things. Uh, my first documentary is coming out in the fall, so stay tuned. Follow me to see where that is. Uh, that's it. And you can get my book online where books are sold. Don't f***ing panic. This is going to be my Airbnb, my Airbnb book. Your coffee table book. My coffee table book. I'm going to go out, um, not with my cigarette because i stopped doing that i'm my just God. gonna have boring old coffee and my thoughts we're just gonna deal with and that a shit good book. and a good book amen but yeah thank you're you for great. coming on you're wonderful keep awesome. doing what you do you're even more uh-uh better don't and play awesome. this game you'll lose you're the best person you're all time lose. you're the you best are person. changing three, the internet two, you're culture the best. because Bye. of you everyone love you <laughs>